April 16th, 1853. India's first passenger rail line opens in Mumbai. It was commissioned as a prop for a Wes Anderson movie. Welcome to The Revisionists, the show where three comics try to punch up history. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. And our guest tonight is another one of my f- favorite, favorite Denver comics. Oh. Uh, <laughs> sorry, emotions. Um, the always brilliant and wonderful Mara Wiles. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me here. Thank you for being here. I'm excited. I like. I love history. That's why we're here, yes, I think. We, we love history. <laughs> we try to respect history on we this try to, show. <laughs> yeah, we try to understand how people thought a certain way and did the things they did when yeah, they did them. Instead of inserting cyborgs into it to make it more fun <laughs> for your day to day to make you to make it just to like its real purpose in life has been fulfilled exactly if you're not familiar with the show every episode we take a different topic from history one person presents the true story and another person comes up with an alternate and the winning story becomes our accepted history going forward uh by the way the show is the revisionist no i said that never mind um, you nailed it great perfect yeah, I, for once you got the intro right. and then, and you, then I fuck it up yeah. Brian's over here just big talking himself like I always mess it up then you nail it and then you come on Brian uh, learn how to fly crisis of confidence <laughs> self confidence is in shambles No, I mean it has been for a while which so. kind of happened to our topic today god sorry guys I no, just <laughs> no, we gotta talk about old Benny Franks oh. first <laughs> yes I'm uh, so excited if you listened to last week's episode Ben Franklin even if you didn't the results still hold that the alternate history one, which yeah. established that the Ben Franklin we know was a robot built by Ben Franklin, mm. powered by syphilis with a keen sense of justice. Yeah. And now it's some kind of satellite rocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, just watches regular over sa- us all, watches over America each S- night. Specifically the butts of America. So there's a Ben satellite, like, material rocket satellite yeah. in the yeah. ether now watching over our butts basically okay i just want to make sure that dedicated to the study of where's that musical you know (laughs) where's where's that hamilton (laughs) i mean mean, it's a very thin concept to be fair there's a lot more layers there that's like star wars meets uh mama mia you know (laughs) how how is that real (laughs) of course that's exactly how i would describe quiet uptown is pretty sad but it's a real emotional gut punch when he turns into a butt rocket yeah (laughs) no one wanted to see that happen to one of your favorite founding fathers who's just drinking all that beer it gave him gout which just turned him into a giant butt i get it (laughs) i get it i didn't i didn't know that little tidbit but i'm glad i learned it exactly Uh, this week we're talking about King George the Third, the great antagonist of the American Revolution. Uh, that Mara, tyrant. The, exa- we're still upset about we're it. We're so mad about it. <laughs> Mary, you'll be presenting the true story. Yeah, all the facts will be presented by me. Yep. <laughs> and Zach, you'll be doing the alternate. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, then, if we're all ready, Mara, take it away. Wow. I mean, where does one start with this? So from a lineage of the Georgian, Georginia, the Georges, as I like to call them, the Georgies, he was one of five Georges. <laughs> you guys know that, right? Of mm-hmm. the monarchs from the Hawthorne, 
Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah, no, we all sure, know. Sure, sure. You guys all know, all know the details, his origin stories, if you will. That 70s sitcom, The Five Georges. The Five so. Georges. We all got it. We all get in the box set. We know it. We love what it. What if all the Georges lived together in one house? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I could see that being That's made. like another royal situation. It's like a Kardashians with all Georges. And again, uh, where's the musical on yeah, that one? I'm waiting mm-hmm. still. So, you know, young George was born into the. George has stopped being polite and start, start being getting, real. Exactly. <laughs> I think someone needs to write this yeah, down. I think we're talking real, more spec scripts than history right now, you real guys. Real world Whitehall, basically. <laughs> uh-huh. um, they all sure. have those high, beautiful cheekbones and the white, white skin. That's, <laughs> that's what my boy George looked like. And the birthday. <laughs> oh, boy George is yeah. in it, too? No, Well, not my... Well, no, I'm calling him my boy, oh, okay. George. Literally every single person in your in England at the time, and kind of now, looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like... I think that look of the early... The royal with like the very fair skin and the long, like the man bun. <laughs> that's that's what I see walking down Broadway a lot. You know, he did invent the man bun. <laughs> he has like kind of some pretty cheekbones. I always think of all the royals as kind of like they yeah. all have some sort of blood disorder. They're all like one cold away from being like deformed. They're all They're incredibly like, frail. Yeah, yeah, like there's something a lot of people don't know that they also invented vaping. <laughs> Other millennials. That's from, that's from all the powdered wigs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they love to vape. They love to partake, partake on the on the vape. They the, feed with an e on the end. That was that was. <laughs> he kind of was that kind of guy though. He was like trying to be like your cool friend. But he like wanted to tax. I mean, I've gone too far. <laughs> I guess we should talk I guess about we should. something of substance. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Instead um, of nonsense. But he, you know, I, we're going for facts. We're going for the, the real, the real grit about this guy, George. Mm. I mean, he's a multi-layered guy. Sure. Probably mm. one of, he was one of the longest running monarchs. Uh, next to Victoria, and maybe mm-hmm. Elizabeth is still giving him a run for his money. She's passed him up. She already passed yeah, him. She I, that yeah, she's, she's just a tiny little engine that could, right? I mean, I mean, up until the time when she can't. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then, Spoiler alert: <laughs> the Queen of England's gonna die. Any day. How dare you? <laughs> um, I think that's treason in some regions, right? <laughs> oh no! I'm I'm gonna tweet about it and see what happens i that was the one tweet i got any traction on was when i talked about british tv yeah. and i got it i got i got so many responses and i was like i just don't get it anyway <laughs> so his dad died when he was 12 and then he was like taught in kind of seclusion by his mother and his like governess you know mm-hmm. learning the ways of how to sure. be a royal how to be the next king it's a real king joffrey king tommen situation and if i watched game of thrones i would be like yeah you're right because i only know enough to like breeze over it. oh I know i've watched game characters. of thrones and i know i'm not right it's very it's all, well this has more dragons the real story has more dragons <laughs> oh, okay. um so then one he, more dragon and then he you know he becomes the king of england so four four dragons there's like four dragons in this story yeah <laughs> they so, live next to the five georges and i can't recall who did he take over his crown from was it his uncle or his granddad I believe it was, or like his, his cool uncle Jeff. It was supposed to be somebody else between them, but that fella something happened. That fella died. It might have been his the dad. The city king didn't care for uh, the, the, the was. heir apparent who, conveniently for him, died. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like left this job George is yeah. You don't really get this job on merit. It's more just like who <laughs> no, that, ate a bad what, pork loin the night the before. <laughs> you know, who had the royal taster that fucked up. And misdiagnosed that diarrhea. Um, 
So he became. It's okay. This is how we all shit. Yeah, we're, we're all in normal. The 1600s. <laughs> probably. They probably all had the most <laughs> horrible <laughs> bowel movements. Everything probably hurt. It wasn't until George Washington that someone took a firm poop. Oh. So <laughs> at this time. Just from the, yeah, just from the wood. <laughs> Alone. Uh, I don't, I try, I try not to even think about the hygiene of the, like, ugh, people of the. Yeah. Anyway, all the uh, <laughs> love from history smelled like shit. I just all feel the like, time. Well, yeah, there is. I've actually watched a show called How to How We Became Us or something like that. But it talks about like water mm. treatment and sewage. And it was like even a hundred years ago. It's like there was just shit everywhere. There's just horse crap everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You think, oh, I want to be John D. Rockefeller. No. no. <laughs> no. Even then. You don't know what his home smelled like <laughs> all of the time. Mothballs, especially yeah. in the summer. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's... All that money could not get rid of that smell. <laughs> There's probably something, like the tears of the oppressed or <laughs> like the oil money. Or it, it I mean, just... it covers up the scent if you just spritz it under your nostrils. But... So I'll never understand these monarchs. They just like covered up with perfume. So then there's mm-hmm. our boy George. Not boy George, who... Right. Was named for him. Of course. As we all know, <laughs> later on, to carry on his proud tradition. So during his reign, he was kind of, he, you know, he helped bring it into the Seven Years' War. He mm-hmm. was like, let's, let's get out of here. We don't have any time for this because they were losing all this money, which, you know, led to them having a very unstable economy when the revolution happened. Guys, I, I could be a teacher. I'm so proud of myself right now. <laughs> Just a couple quick reads. Uh, when the revolution happened. Well, they so, were bankrupt from the, Seven years war yeah. at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah, they had they had tapped it out, and you know, he saw that he was like trying to pull an anti-war in Iraq, <laughs> like a reverse audible, I guess, at that point in time. Uh, Iraq, which was at the time referred to as Sand England, or I, uh, I think it was just like where Alibaba lived, or, you know, just some fairy tale. Actually, they probably knew about it, right? Well, yeah. India, they had India. They had that, yeah. I mean, yeah. it still was like a distant, distant land with many oh, cool. rubies and parcels. Uh, <laughs> so, I, so I think, as we all know, that that about the uh, the Far East or Middle East. Then George, you know, he was like, "How am I going to get this money back and still be like that cool guy who everyone's like?" George is pretty, pretty dope. It's like, well, helping out. This, you know, these colonies, they're, they're still suckling off the teat, which is Mother England. They should be tossing back for the goods and services. And, you know, us being bad boy Americans, we were like, no thanks. That's not how we roll. We want that shit. These taxes are too high. The rent's too damn high. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so he, uh, you know, we started. Don't have a representative in parliament. We don't have any reps in parliament. We're all the way over here. You're, we're not seeing any of the benefits from these taxes. They're just going to like mm-hmm. rebuild a nation we're not even a part of anymore. And you know, we got pissed. So, you know, there's the stamps. We're like, we love to, how, this is all we do for fun. There's no Netflix. We write letters to, to our family. You're taxing Let's talk me about how that. great it would be if there were a Netflix and oh, also well, movies. Oh my God. And they had to yeah. use stamps for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the tea, they taxed tea. Yeah. The Boston Tea Party had to happen. We you said, fuck you and your tea. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix and Quill back in the day. That was, the <laughs> well, joke that was great, <laughs> but it was good. But it was great. It has a it lot hurt of layers. So good. It <laughs> hurt good and it hurt weird, but it was good. Put it uh, on the board. It would be like a Kurt. No, what's like something they probably did? They probably it would be like, like Kurt Cobain. No, <laughs> no, I was gonna say curtsy and chill. But oh, that okay. doesn't. I'm trying to think of like an activity. I don't even know. What people did. Um, get syphilis and chill. They just looked at get syphilis and, and chill is more accurate, probably. Yeah. <laughs> They just stared at grass and tried to see if there were varmints in it. Talked like, about <laughs> honor, family honor. 
the Avoid neighbors, the forest and chill. The neighbors 20 miles away in the moors. <laughs> um, so then, you know, there's all that unrest in the colonies. <laughs> uh, sorry. Die in childbirth and chill. There we go. <laughs> oh, then ultimate chill. <laughs> the, the big chill. The, the, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. George always just like bringing people together, too, just like he did. I mean, he tried to, he was, he was trying to solve, he was shitting in one hand to, Wipe the other, you know. I don't know exactly. how that <laughs> phrase is real in real life. But we all know that. <laughs> he was trying to take care of. Uh, he would shit in one hand and wish for a clean butthole in the <laughs> yeah, other. I think that's it. I think that's the term. That's... <laughs> Which led to, you know, the American. I, I mean, also, if you shit in one hand and you have a clean hand, you pro- could probably clean your oh. own butt. <laughs> Well, then he just like you know he's only got one hand, and you know how are we supposed to respect him with shit in his hand as a country? <laughs> exactly. So that's why. We, that's how the American Revolution. Yeah, our, yeah. We are made of the what well, didn't want to be a part of it. We don't touch it with our hands that we use to till the good earth. We all recall from American history that the revolution started because couldn't respect a king with shit in his hand. <laughs> Which you know, to be honest, they probably all had lots of fecal matter on them at some point in time because it's just like disgusting. Okay. <laughs> Everybody from history probably smelled like shit all the time. <laughs> I just want to keep bringing it up so everyone can keep that in mind when we think of the great of minds of the past. You know, so then after that, that kind of is like a, a bummer. It's like a, a vibe, a vibe <laughs> bummer, but he has to go on after losing... After, well, so he gets, so he loses it. We lose the American Revolution. Uh, well, we don't, he does. We win. Um, not me, because my ancestors were not here yet, but whatever, you know, I digress. Somebody, somebody, somebody yeah. did something and they, they were having a good time. Then, uh, after that, he's like, what do, you know, I gotta be. <laughs> Feel free to look up who won the American Revolution. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what? Spoil, you guys check it out. I'm not going to spoil that one for you. Learn a little something. Uh, the Montreal Canadians. <laughs> I wish, you know, all that. French. <laughs> but then French? he um, ended up being in, you know, in his his reign was about 50 years. Still, he lived to be about 81 years old. He had like 15 kids, 16 kids with his wife. Right, who yeah. He was the longest reigning monarch at the time who had ever lived. Yeah. And he was, like yeah, he died super old. And the oldest in history at that point. And, uh, and he actually stayed married to his wife. I was like, kind of, that was the part where I was almost like, oh, he actually seemed to like his wife he didn't you know no one got murdered he wasn't doing like yeah because they met on their wedding day and seemed to have a super happy marriage yeah i kept read that like read that a couple times when i was doing research for this again i was like that's you know that is refreshing you usually hear these like you know she was didn't want to be there or he she got beheaded because you know <laughs> she didn't bore son or something so it's like oh what a refreshing take you know um, yeah, <laughs> please don't behead your please don't <laughs> people. So he had like a fairly happy home life. It's like, you know, it's so funny to think how long their terms or their terms, their reigns can be. <laughs> but he, he also suffered with mental illness. He's kind of known to be a little bit quirky. Um, <laughs> Which is how he would be described if he was the female lead of a romantic comedy. Right. He would just, he would quirky George the third. Yeah. He had um, like big episodes in the mid 1780s and then near the end of his life in the early 1800s was when, the biggest. Episode. So when you say like big episodes, was he like talking to himself? Was he walking around with his like, shoes talks, on his feet? He would talk to himself for hours. With his on shoes on his feet. Yeah, <laughs> until his voice was hoarse. So he talked to himself for hours until his voice was hoarse. One one wow. time he apparently talked to himself for like 58 hours straight. There's a, a rumor That's like that a, may or may not be true that he tried to greet a tree thinking it was the king of Prussia. Oh, Frederick, you're here. What a pleasure. <laughs> he was like institutionalized and during those periods 
uh, I think his son reigned as the regent. See, I'm trying to think. I feel like I've seen, and I'm trying. I don't. It's you know escaping me what the movie would be, but they portrayed like this King George, like kind of losing his faculties. What was it? I'll never remember. But I just kind of remember that the king was just like, okay, you know, when you're trying to shield the public from knowing that their ruler is, you know, losing it essentially. And the ruler um, makes it very hard by greeting trees as if they're foreign dignitaries. Right, right. I mean, or it could, you know, spice up how we're looking at people and things, you know, a new kind of rule for all in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Well, England's got to cut loose. We don't have America to worry about anymore. So let's try to get the trees on board. I wasn't even going to try to do an English accent. Exactly. I was, I was going to say very good English accent. Very good in that I did not try and did not disgrace an entire nation. So I think, you know, to sum up George, um, for the real, the real George that we all want to know, uh, he, you know, started off strong. People thought he was like a go-getter. But after the American Revolution, I mean, on our side of history, he kind of got viewed as this tyrant, yeah. this oppressor, this harsh in our vibe. To be fair to his legacy, I feel like a lot of that has been revised think- in the past 50 or 100 years where he was viewed as a tyrant for a long time. Like, he fought against the Stamp Act. Like, he was eventually part yeah, of the reason wasn't it got it, repealed. Because he, he wanted to keep America happy to the best of his ability. Because he was like a cash cow, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, because wasn't it of, like the parliament? Was the, yeah, that's what was I like read. Yeah. factions in the parliament that had different views from him. And some of them were prime minister for, like, long periods of his reign. So, he was trying his best. Like, <laughs> I mean, like... He's viewed, I think he's viewed a lot more reasonably as a ruler today than he was in the first totally. 150 years after the American Revolution. That, that, like, that's so funny because I was even thinking that when I was researching for this show. I was just like, you know, he actually seems pretty, I mean, out of rulers and kings and all the things you can read sometimes, he seemed pretty fair-handed. He seemed kind of like smart tactically, at mm-hmm. least trying to get out of seven year, years war mm-hmm. and um and like dealing with the Republic. But you think a Republic that... You know, the colonies. But when you think about, like, the structure of a monarchy, there's got to be so many, yeah. you know, there's <laughs> no email. You know, that's the thing. It's never really getting to him anyway. I mean, it is, like, mm-hmm. his final decree, he, but. He said after America won the revolution that he was the last to let them go. But once they had uh, earned their independence, he was the first to recognize them as their own nation. Oh, it's like when you're, like, dad gives you a car when you go to college. Like- and he's like, you know. <laughs> Or you're, you're, yeah, when you're, you run it to your ex and they're with someone else, but they're happy. But you're happy yeah. for them. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it's like a, what it's yeah. like. It's like that Garth Brooks song, you know? Also, your ex passes by and you start talking to a tree to make it think, make them that think you're, it's your that girlfriend. You're over it. Yeah, exactly. But that's a really interesting point that you think about him too, that he was even like, you know, if you love something, let it free. If it comes back to you, kind that of was philosophy. originally quoted from King George III <laughs> yeah, so. after the Battle of Yorktown. He was, oh, yeah. uh, but he said it to a tree, so no one no, took it yeah, down. He was lamenting to a tree. <laughs> uh, well, Mara, thank so, you. So yeah, that's it. That's our that's our guy George. He's just our trying his da- trying his damn best. <laughs> uh, Zach, yeah, I mean a lot of mine lines up with that, but some of it doesn't. Um, okay, right. I mean, I'll take it. I will take it. I think to understand the story of King George the Third, you have to start at the beginning. Four point six billion. Years ago. <laughs> I knew it. When the earth was forming. Sure. <laughs> and the question that has plagued science since day one, how does life come from no life? <laughs> Agreed. The answer is, there was always life in the earth from the moment it formed. They say, <laughs> they say that the monarchy is chosen by the gods, but that's not true. The monarchy is chosen 
by the beings that dwell within the earth itself. Mm. Okay. Mole men? Or are we talking people? about? Are we talking uh, not all? quite. Not quite. Not quite. Um. I know this is pretty basic science. <laughs> the earth is, in fact, not a planet, but an egg. Mm. Oh, true. Okay, yeah. No, heard... very basic science. Yeah, I think I saw that on a Discovery Channel. Yeah, I think. Yeah, two great entities lie within the earth. They are called Kefmyson of the beginning and sure. Sekmyson, the uncreated. So is this Babylonian? Twin what entities is... that live inside the earth. Of course. Okay, all right. I feel you. And fight for dominance because like eggs, like two, like two twins sharing a single, like sharing a womb, often one must consume the other before there can be a birth. Right. I was born with like some teeth on the back of my head. Exactly. So I get it. Yeah. You probably consumed a, a, From a, the battle. a, less, a less powerful twin. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teeth free. <laughs> These are all fake. <laughs> Since 98. Yeah. They've been removed. Teeth free. <laughs> So the fact of the matter it's is, a great way to say you have dentures. These two, these two entities use humans to claim land on the earth, and if one can ever claim all of the land, that creature will be born as a planet eater. As all right. we all know, this is where Stan Lee got the idea for Galactus. Sure. sure. Okay, of course. <laughs> from from our history so books. one of them became uh, the underlying power for the French monarchy, and the other. For the English monarchy. Oh, oh totally, fuck. yes. And That's hence this... their constant conflict. Of course. I get it. That yeah. makes perfect sense. I, I actually did not know that. That's good right, to know. Exactly. <laughs> so one of the many scions chosen by the English one was King George III. Mm. They would communicate. Not everybody knew about these things, by the way. Obviously, it was uh, kind of a secret because a lot of people would revolt if they thought that you know this was going on. Sure. King George, they said he was very pious. Obviously not to the Christian God. He was smart enough to know that was a scam religion, as we have established. As we we have established, yes. It's a Ponzi scheme, yeah. (laughs) The worship of Jesus, quick J. Christ. To he who lives underneath the earth. Right, of course. Um, And the throne itself, of course, was a mimic. You've probably guessed this by now. Sure. An appendage through which he could directly communicate. Oh, I thought it was just like an egg-shaped chair as Um, an homage. Sure. Um, it's a little, oh, it's yeah, a, it's sorry. A mix. That's, I, mean, I mean, I guess you could take absurd. any form <laughs> as a, as a movable appendage. So this is kind of why part of the reason why the French and the English were always at each other's throat. It's why the Seven Years War happened in part. They were trying to get the most land because whoever could get the mm. most land, like then a game of be risk. Basically, it. they're playing That's a really long term game of risk, and, slightly okay. longer than a regular game. And with actual lives at risk. Sure. And the world's at, at stake. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I realize I use the actual the name. <laughs> Some people did know about these creatures. The uh, their name Kef my son and Shake my son, and and they they wanted to be free from the Wisons, and they were the Freemasons. Oh God damn That's, it! Is this a running theme? Are they always involved from... somehow? They're always involved behind history. Well, a lot of the founding fathers were Freemasons. Oh yeah, I know of course. That. they knew the truth. Freemasons, of course, also an anti-robot society is established in our previous episode. Now, of <laughs> do you guys think Freemasons are Illuminati and vice versa? No, it means to be seen, I think. Yeah. Okay, just checking in. Just checking no. in where the pulse is at. Keep going. So, um, obviously, I mean, King George III did everything he could to keep America satiated when it started to rebel. He, uh, you know, got rid of the Stamp Act, etc., but it, it was inevitable. The Freemasons were pushing it to limit the power of uh, of these creatures that dwell beneath the earth. Sure, big government. Mm-hmm. The under ones. <laughs> yeah, of course. Big underworld. if they ever hatched, yeah. the world would die, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Obs. They eventually, uh, America obviously won the revolution. And Wait, what? 
<laughs> and, and not the 1976 Montreal Canadiens. Kef, my son, in his displeasure, used the throne to start pumping dark humors into the mind of King George III, <laughs> slowly driving him insane. Um, obviously, he still used him as his puppet. Had him try to fight the French during the French Revolution because right. any chance to get his brother less power. Get back into it, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That's a good move on his part. Get but, him while he's uh, down. Eventually, he never forgave him for the loss of America. And uh, he died. I mean, crazy <laughs> Sorry, sorry I didn't mean to okay. laugh. I mean, people thought he was talking to himself a lot. No, he was talking to he who dwells beneath the earth mm-hmm. uh, at length. He thought they thought he shook hands with the tree. No, it was another appendage of of of, of the of, what, yeah, what's his name again? Kef, my son. Kef, my son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that was that whole thing just to get the Freemasons involved, yeah, or is that happen, like a translation? The Freemasons. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I mean, obviously, the monarchies eventually fell. The fate of these creatures uncertain like there's still some degree of a british monarchy it's largely ceremonial sure we don't Mm -hmm. know for sure that elizabeth is not a pawn of his blessed with unnaturally long life and reign because of his benevolence is she the same again treason same line though like isn't her father Mm -hmm. his great great grandson or something like that right yeah uh it is he's a george yeah descended from the same line uh they changed their name to the House of Windsor during World War One right. uh, to avoid because originally the House of Saxe, Cuthbert Gotha, because uh, that's the uh, and there was like that's yeah. too German, so they yeah. just changed it to yeah. Windsor. Interesting, because yeah, it's a German lady, right? Or Getting German. your real history yeah. and my made up bullshit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, I'm that's pretty much it. I'm getting yeah. chocolate uh, in your peanut butter. The point is that there are two deities that live beneath the earth trying to become the planet, point is planet gods. Uh, and George the Third was just one of their slaves. In their competition that I presume continues to this day. Well, uh, we think so. We're not really sure because that, the monarchs in... are, are gone. We don't know what, what form they're taking now. I'm trying to think who's in France that's kind of like a... I mean... Playmaker. France has a president. He could have moved moved bases, moved headquarters. Could be Donald Trump. Yeah, could be. Did, did you say Dumble Trump? Dumble Trump. Which is Dumbledore meant, meets Donald I meant, Trump. I meant Donald Trump, but I probably mumbled into it. I, no, I actually like Dumble Trump. Trump a lot more. Dumble Dumble. Which is great because he wants to seal off Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to build a wall Much around Much like it. the real Dumbledore, he has generally terrible judgment and takes advantage of people. <laughs> yeah, Dumbledore did do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds like our Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Zach, thank you. Yeah. So, so do people call in? Is that what's what happens now? Uh, <laughs> so what typically happens during the judgment phase is whoever is serving as judge for the episode will cast their vote on air and then throw it to the audience. Right, uh, cool. The phone lines are open. Oh. Uh, if you have my phone number. <laughs> so feel free to call. Oh, is this live? No, this is oh, not like, live. What? So <laughs> when you're hearing this, feel free to call. Just let me know after the fact. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and this is... This is a hard one for me. There are some juicy prospects in the alternate history. I wish he had more scandal in his real life. I'm sorry. I guess. No. Yeah, he was very dedicated to his wife. Yeah, he's kind of a boring king. Pious. He was disappointed at his brothers and sons for not being as pious as him. And didn't he? He's like, he was all religious too, right? You know, probably. He's religious as fuck. Because he was there to break away from the church. And he was, he's just like a guy kicking the dirt, like, oh, I'm trying my best. Why doesn't America like me? <laughs> That's my impression of King George the Third. Why does he sound show? like a prospector? Wow. Well, that wasn't it either. Wasn't it. <laughs> that wasn't it either. 
<laughs> I just wish America would like me. That's not there we it. Go. That's like Tiny Tim. <laughs> I mean, basically, he was like the Tiny Tim of Kings. Oh. <laughs> he had like a little foot, maybe, but he was normal. <laughs> well, we don't know how inbred he was. He may have had like a weird foot. They probably all have like a weird foot. <laughs> they probably would have written that down, I imagine. Oh, no. He banned it from all the history books. Mm. So, yeah, the idea of a lot of human politics being the competition between the under kings mm-hmm. of the earth. But on the other hand, the true story more complex than one might think, and it is more sad and tragic than one expects of the tale of a monarch who lost a war. Uh, and then loses his mind. And then loses his mind. And there's romance in it and shit. So, I think for me, I might have to go with the original history. Wow. Whoa. Just because... I feel like King George has suffered enough at this point that being the puppet of a mad under God. Fraggle. <laughs> of course, it's not solely up to me. Listeners, you may cast your vote uh, upon hearing this again by calling me if you want. Uh, I will accept those as votes. I think, um, I think both histories can agree that he was just trying his darn best, guys. He was. He was just trying. He, got, he was either a pawn of know, the For a guy who's a king, he got dealt a, a sad little hand. Yeah, he was either being a <laughs> pawn of a an underground hand. ruler or a pawn yeah. of the parliament. But he was just the guy taking all the, the brunt force of the hate when it came yeah. from America. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of cartoons made about him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Most of them unflattering. With a big butt and like a tiny little <laughs> wig. Actually, he liked the big butt ones. <laughs> he put those up on the wall. <laughs> yeah, on his vision board. <laughs> Listeners, you can cast your vote at revisionistpodcast.com using the contact form. You can also do that uh, by leaving us a comment on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, and while you're using your computer thing, you can review this podcast on iTunes, which is very helpful. For us, we've gotten a lot of really almost overly generous reviews, uh, which it. I'm very appreciative <laughs> of. So thank you for everyone for doing that. Before we go... Just a few things to plug. Mara, you host a monthly show called The Funny Side Sessions at Image Brew. Yeah, I, I run a monthly show at the, the Image Brew at the Image Brew called Funny Side Session. Like you said, it's the first Thursday of every month. We do original video content and then we book great stand-ups and have sketch kind of sparkled throughout the show. And there's uh, donation beer from Ratio Beer Works and it's in this uh, studio space. It's real cool, real hip, real underground. And you can also check out those King videos. George the third would have gone there. He would have gone. Man bun and his yeah, face. he would have been with the velvet. We got. We got someone that looked just, all the way there. We saw someone that looked just like him the other week. So come on down. Exactly. And there are certain parts of town where you can see people talking to trees. Yeah. Also, because They're mental illness is an actual uh, crisis. Oh, yeah, that, that and mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> to be fair. But you can also check out those videos online. Yes. Uh, Funny or die. Yep, they're on Funny or Die, and I'm working on like a YouTube channel too. So. Get them all in one spot. But uh, yeah, Funny or Die, just type in Funny Side Sessions and you should find them. Zach, you're, as we've mentioned in previous episodes, co-host of the Stage of Fools podcast. That's correct. With friend of the show, Shannon Camp. That's also correct. Good. A very officious. Uh, I'm ready to name names. <laughs> in what? Like in a what royal con- wood. What conspiracy is this? I don't know, man. You tell me. You brought me here. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I just, whenever I enter a room, I'm ready to name names. Okay. It's my standard. Of course. It's a rat, that's a snitchman howdy right there. <laughs> I, I looked at you when I first met you. I'm like, natural narc. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna give it up if he, if he gets pressured a little just, bit by the heat. Just got a, a real narc face about you. <laughs> sure. I don't know what that means. Can't be an undercover for cop. That's what it means. As for me, I mentioned in a previous episode, uh, I'd be performing at the Denver Improv May 4th. That show has 
had to change its date and a new date has not been announced. So if you are waiting outside the Denver Improv for that show to start. Not happening. Please leave. <laughs> that is private property or something. Go to Toby Key's Bar and Grill. Get I think that closed, actually. Oh, no. I, oh, mean, I mean, oh, poor Toby Key. I know. He loved that Bar and Grill. <laughs> it was all he had in the world. Exactly. Um, what could he be proud of besides that? His music? I don't think so. <laughs> no, only that Bar and Grill gave him any happiness. Did he sing that red solo cup, that red plastic cup song? Probably. I don't know. Did he sing maybe. that song about putting a boot up Saddam Hussein's ass? Yep. I don't think he mentioned specifically. In fact, I think that was we'll about Al-Qaeda. put a boot up his ass because it's the American way. <laughs> that, was, that was a poppier version of it, certain. God, we've ended two episodes in a row with singing. Oh, really? Good. I'm yeah. glad you guys should keep it going. It's you and Mesa. I know. I, fi- I feel like musical, sure. Oh, I know. He <laughs> He's like a song with a beard. Hey, we're in the revolutionary period and we've all listened to Hamilton. Exactly. So it's an inevitability. <laughs> yes. I am both excited and terrified of the Hamilton episode because I don't know how we're going to avoid just playing 30 minutes of Hamilton songs. Yeah. That wouldn't be a bad episode. <laughs> Actually, that would be great. It would be our best one yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, of course, because it's Hamilton. Uh, Mara, thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, Zach, thank you as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick thank you to Josh Hollis for doing our artwork. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. And we'll see you next time. Bye.